Good morning and welcome to I Heart Mooresville, your small town radio show with a big heart. We're so excited to be here this morning and we've got a special guest in the studio, Miss Tracy Beam from the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And I'm your co I'm your co-host Christine Patterson and with co-host Don Smile. Good morning. Good morning and you know, before we get started, I I noticed that you're missing something. I am. You want to tell the listeners what you're missing? Half my hair. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, uh, but there's another component to to your uh, your 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 uh, presentation that you mentioned uh, you're missing this morning. And what is that? My lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Is this like something that's like important? I'm very sad. <laughs> I feel naked. I feel just so exposed. Right. I um, cannot believe that I left it this morning. I, I, I just, I'm lost in the world without my <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> very sad. Oh, that, that was sad music too. Yeah. It just reinforces. And it's a good thing that no one can see me except on social media. You can always go to our social media page, but don't today because I don't have on my lipstick. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd point that out since um, Valentine's Day is coming up and it's red, and I know red is one of your favorite colors. Um, yes. So, um, speaking of Valentine's Day, um, obviously that's tomorrow. Um, I know that there are copious amounts of chocolate and roses and hearts and things being purchased as we speak. Um, I will tell you, um, my wife and I, uh, 30 years this year, married, um, and we started to kind of clean out a lot of our closets and stuff because we're going to retire in a couple of years and I know it's going to take her that long to figure out what she wants to get rid of. <laughs> so I had to start <laughs> early. Um, and as we were doing that, what we realized was we have accumulated cards. Like every card that we've ever given each other, Aww, we still have. That's sweet that you keep them. And she's like, you know what, this year, let's just not do cards. Like, let's just stop that because this is just more stuff that we have to keep and get rid of later. And I thought, well, first of all, that's, um, that's very impressive that she wants to get rid of anything because my wife is like the queen of pack rat. Uh, but secondly, we decided we would do something that's more useful. Like if we're going to purchase a gift or something like that, make it something that we can actually use. Um, now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy roses and you shouldn't buy cards and you shouldn't do all of those wonderful things yeah. um, for whoever your uh, your beloved is. Um, but just a personal note, it's kind of like, okay, enough with the cards. We, yeah. we have plenty. It does. It gets overwhelming. And I know some people say that this entire holiday was made up by the greeting card company, Hallmark. Bingo. But either way, it's a nice, a nice, you know, reminder to tell your loved one that, you know, you appreciate what they do for putting up with you. And, you know, if you're into the romance thing, it's a nice opportunity to have a nice candlelit dinner and do those things. So if you are planning on doing those things and you are hyped up about Valentine's Day, there are actually a lot of opportunities in Mooresville for you, if you haven't already booked a reservation or gotten those flowers, um, I've got some great ideas for do you. Do tell, do tell. Okay, so I'm speaking to the gentlemen and the ladies, you know, whoever wants to take the lead <laughs> there to, to book this Valentine's Day spectacular. Um, so Comedy Zone and Wobbly Butt Brewery at Victory Lanes is actually hosting um, a Valentine's Day dinner and a show. And they're having a comedy show, um, comedians D.S. Sanders and Tara Brown, which I actually was 
reading the bios and for and sound hilarious. Um, but you can actually get this dinner and a show for $25 per person. Um, it'll be tomorrow on Valentine's Day. And yeah, it's just a, like a nice comedy um, performance, you know, great dinner. Victory Lanes always does it up really nice. So yeah, yeah, that's always like a great fun. option. Yeah. Um, you can also go to On the Nines at our beautiful golf course. The uh, Mooresville, award-winning Mooresville Golf Club. Award-winning. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they have a, a beautiful Valentine's menu for tomorrow um, and are doing a Valentine's dinner. And you can make reservations, of course, by calling them or visiting their website. Um, you can also catch a dinner um, lakefront from Eddie's at Lake Norman. No, that's my speed. Mm-hmm. I, I can do I can do lakefront anything. I know. I don't. I haven't even looked at the weather mm-hmm. to see what it's going to be like tomorrow. But it's warmer today. So I feel like we could sit out on a patio. Yeah. Other than the wind, it about blew me off the road. But yeah, you know, it's, a, little it's windy. a decent day. Yeah. So they have a, a Valentine's menu as well and a signature cocktail called the Queen's Kiss. So you can enjoy that. Well, um, there's, that's... That sounds unique. Yeah. I'll get kissed by the queen. Come on. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Then you can catch a concert and a dinner. um, And it's actually a Billy Joel tribute artist, Mike Santoro, at 158 on Main. And we actually had Mike Santoro a couple years ago. We did a Billy Joel tribute. And he's amazing. I always liked the piano bar. Um, I used to go there, you know, where they would have the dueling pianos and stuff like that. That was always a good time. Um, You know, looking at the weather on my... Oh, yeah. Mobile app for tomorrow, 60, 60 degrees. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Oh, good. See? Um, so, light, light winds and 60, so lakefront would not be bad. Okay. Actually, that sounds like a great idea. Um, and then you could slide into one of the cozy booths at Murdo Made for their Hearts on Fire um, themed cocktail event and heart-shaped pizzas from Pie in the Sky. Wow. That sounds amazing. I don't need an excuse to eat pizza, but if it's heart-shaped, it makes me want to eat it even more. Yes. And Murdo Made has some amazing, you know, of course, that's the new distillery in Mooresville. Right, right. Amazing drink. So that sounds actually really nice. Um, Then... You can do a trivia night, test your knowledge at ONTAP. Uh, the, the theme is Shakespeare in Love. Okay. Ooh. I think I would fail. Um, <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I think I would fail. That would not be I've a good thing. I've seen the movie, so yeah. I, I don't know if that counts. But Yeah, no, Shakespeare is not um, something that I'm comfortable with. I just know mm-hmm. the Gwyneth Paltrow movie. So if they ask about the movie, I feel like I could do decent, but yeah. otherwise, no. Um, and then lastly... You can cozy up under a blanket uh, with your sweetie at the on the rooftop uh, bar at Overflow. And there's heaters to keep you warm and a self-pour beverage station to keep your glass full. Okay. I just learned something new. I didn't know there was a rooftop yeah, bar. at okay. Overflow. At Overflow. Well, I'm going to have to add that to the list of yep. things to do. Yep. Right. Uh, <laughs> off exit 31, Langtree. That's the new, probably one of the newer, you know, bars in the area. Uh, right beside the Visit Mooresville office. We had them as guests. Uh, at the last show. Um, but yeah, I've heard really great things about it. I personally have not been yet, but I drive by it all the time and and have heard it's really great. So. Well, for you listeners out there, there is literally no excuse not to do something because Christine Patterson just gave you a long list of opportunities, the things that you can do for your loved uh, one in and around Mooresville tomorrow. So if you haven't made plans, I think all of those sound like amazing opportunities. Right? I, I think so. I mean, I've basically planned your Valentine's Day for you. 
So there's no excuse. Um, and, and, you know, I'll take some credit if you want to give me flowers or, you know, I'll give you a 750 West Iredell Avenue is where my office is. So, you know, send, yeah, send the wine, send the flowers. It'll be a date. Hey, anybody looking for a Valentine? Not just kidding. I'm married. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Well, with that said, um, I think, uh, as we mentioned, Tracy is here to talk to us about all things Charles Mack Citizen Center, which is not just a building. It's an experience. And so we'll talk about that experience when we come back after this message from our sponsors here on iHeart Mooresville. with all things Mooresville. I Heart Mooresville continues next on 1059 100.7 WSIC. All things Mooresville to keep you in the noseville. Join in the conversation by calling 844-STUDIO-4. Now back to the show. All right. Well, welcome back to I Heart Mooresville. I'm your co-host Don Smile, joined by Christine Patterson. Uh, as well as our special guest today, Tracy Beam from the Charles Mack Citizen Center. So we appreciate you taking the time because I personally know, and Christine obviously knows better than anybody because she manages that facility, um, is how busy you are. And so the fact that you're able to be here um, and have this conversation <laughs> is very surprising. Um, and given you know that generally every week, every day, all year long, there are things happening at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Uh, what is your, what? I, I guess let's start with, uh, Tell us a little bit about Tracy, how she ended up Charles Mack, um, and, you know, a little bit about um, what you enjoy about your job. Well, I have uh, been in Mooresville all of my life. Tried to move away. <laughs> Couldn't stay away. Had to come back. So I've seen all the transition take place on Main Street. Um, one of my uh, biggest experiences was working for the local newspapers, and I got to know a lot of the merchants on Main Street. And after working in Charlotte for six years, I decided it's time I came back to Mooresville. I've always wanted to be a part of the town. I missed being a part of the town. And it just so happened there was a position at the MAC, and I applied, and here I am. So you've been here long enough that you saw when the MAC wasn't here. Yes, and that is one of the reasons I love the Mac so much, because every time I walk into the JVK Auditorium, the Joe Knox mm -hmm. Auditorium, I get a hometown feel because it reminds me of the old theater that used to be on Main Street. Interesting. So that's one of the first things that I noticed about the building whenever I walked into it. It Aww. reminded me of that theater. Well, you know, that you're kind of a fixture in Mooresville, too. I mean, you've been here a long time, but I mean, I've known you, gosh, for like 13 years now, I think. You were one of the first people I met when I, you know, started working in Mooresville. And I think you were with the Tribune then, uh, the paper. Uh, probably with the Lake Norman Times. Lake at that Norman point. Times. Okay, thank you for correcting that because those are two very different uh, <laughs> publications. So, 
um, you know, I, I appreciated, you know, you kind of introducing me to people and, you know, getting me involved in like the chamber of commerce and, you know, and then you, I know you kind of had your journey through some different organizations in Mooresville, but I'm so glad that you ended up at the Charles Mack Citizen Center because you do bring that. I mean, I feel like you bring the hometown feel to the Mac too, because you're able to provide that, you know, background and experience. And we appreciate that because you've seen, you know, the transitions and know how important the Charles Mack Citizen Center is to our community. You know, I don't think people realize we host some of the, the you know, biggest and best and most important events in the area. We, you know, absolutely we come into people's lives when on their best and worst days. I mean, we host everything from weddings to celebrations of life. And, you know, it's those really momentous occasions. And so it really does take someone with like the heart and compassion to, you know, make those events special for people. And it's always interesting. We have individuals come in and they're like, we didn't know this was here. And it's fun to just kind of walk them around the building and introduce them to, you know, the Charles Mack and let them experience what the feel is in the building, because it is a beautiful building. I mean, 62,000 square feet. That's a lot of building to maintain. Yeah. So tell me, you know, you mentioned that you've you moved away for a little while, but you came back and you've seen a lot of the changes. Uh, what are some of the most significant changes that you've seen from Mooresville, uh, you know, that that kind of stand out to you? Well, growing up here, uh, at one point in time, Mooresville did have a vibrant downtown. Uh, that was all we had. There was no Walmart. There was no Belks. There was none of that. We had to go outside of Mooresville for anything and everything. Uh, but what we did have downtown was, you know, we had shoe stores and we had a you know, of course, D.E. Turner Hardware, which right. is still there. Yeah. And the movie theater, and we had an arcade, and we had a Tasty Freeze, and a Hardee's. And <laughs> we had a Hardee's. Wow. <laughs> on Main Street. Wow. <laughs> so to see, I, I actually got to watch the town kind of dissolve on Main Street. And because we started having all of these big box buildings you know, the Walmarts, the Targets, all of those places started coming unless people came downtown. Right, right. And now to be a part of downtown and see everything that is going on, Christine has done an excellent job with all of our events that we've had. And, you know, anytime we get the opportunity to host events like uh, Sports Wax when they come in and do their card trading and uh you know, the Dove House having their events there. It's just a wonderful thing to see all the activity downtown. And, yeah. you know, even the downtown commission with, you know, they're going to have their shamrocks and shenanigans again. Uh, you know, those kind of things just to see so many people on Main Street. Yeah, you know, I like to say that the 150 was, I, you mentioned that there was a lot of revitalization happening in Mooresville to start with, right? But I think what the 150 did was it, incentivize people to come downtown and to then rediscover the charm of downtown and the opportunities that exist when you do come downtown, right? And so people now expect that, um, you know, and you mentioned Christine's <laughs> team uh, putting those events on, it, you know, in it's kind of a double-edged sword because the events were so fantastic and everybody had such a great time that there's an expectation now that we're going to have more of those. And we are going to have more of those, aren't we, Christine? Yes, we are. We have a full lineup of events this year. <laughs> and and Tracy, you all just at the at the Charles Mike Citizen Center just hosted a huge event that you all executed 
perfectly. Um, it was called Sail Again Consignment. Yes, that I, was amazing. <laughs> oh my, I walked into that building, into the Charles Max Edison Center and was floored at just how the scale of it, it, it was just amazing. And, and I know that took a lot of work to pull off. So what is that event? Just kind of tell us what it is and then kind of the experience of, of hosting that. Well, it that. is uh, children's consignment. And it was amazing because that was one of the few events that we did very little for which is unreal for us. Well, setup-wise, not setup that you wise, did very little. You all were running. <laughs> as far as the setup is concerned, yes, we did very little for them. Uh, they came in, they brought in their own racks, they set everything up the way that it worked for them. Um, the best part about it was is I had the opportunity to um, talk to Tammy and her staff and give them ideas for their next event to help them a little more with the logistics of it. That's one of the parts that I love about my job the most is being able to help individuals with the logistics of getting things set up, helping them, give them ideas for their next event that might make it a little easier and more, you know, coherent to what they're doing. And when, you know, they kind of give me their feedback and they're thankful for it, I'm like, I did something good. <laughs> Makes you feel good. Well, you know, and to, to that point, there was, um, it, people may not know, but Tracy is a, is a star. Um, she was, uh, she was actually featured her and, and other members of her team were featured <laughs> on a new video series that we have on our Facebook page, uh, park Mooresville parks and recreation, uh, called just parks and rec stuff. And it's an opportunity to spotlight, uh, individuals and activities within the parks and rec ecosystem that a lot of people may not know about. Uh, the first episode was in January where we, we talked about the park services team putting up and taking down the town Christmas trees. A lot of people just show up and there's a tree and then it's gone. Um, but, you know, the park services team is the one responsible for putting up and taking those down. Um, in this latest episode, uh, we spotlighted the Charles Mack Citizen Center because people may not understand that those um, that building is setting up and taking down every day every week, all year long. And it is a massive undertaking uh, for that building to stay functional because the events keep coming. And every day you and your team are putting up and taking down and setting up and taking down and moving and doing all these things. I've seen it firsthand. So if you haven't visited our Facebook page, please do so and uh, look for the Just Parks and Rec episode featuring Tracy because it, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, she's a star. And and thank you for your showing the kind of behind the scenes of those things too. I think people think about, you know, our community. And um, when you think of public service, you think a lot about police and fire and, you know, public ops, sanitation workers. And, and that is of course a vital part of our community, but sometimes they don't think of, you know, the, the park services and the people that are mowing the parks and upkeeping the cemetery and, you know, people like Tracy that are, they're also performing, a, you know, vital services for our community, but kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, no, I think that's important because ultimately there are faces and names associated with those actions that you describe. Um, and, you know, for many, many of them, it's a job, but they, it's also something that they enjoy. They take pride in that. And it's important to remind people that, you know, there are individuals on the other end of those actions. Um, and from a park, uh, parks and recreation standpoint, we're certainly proud of all of them. And with that in mind, I'm curious if you wanted to give a shout out to any of your peeps or Charles Mack. 
Oh, I have the best staff, let me tell you. (laughs) I could not do my job without them. And uh, we have had, um, Michael has been with the town for over 15 years. He is phenomenal. And we have people come in the door every day and he's like, that, you know, they're wanting to know where Michael is. <laughs> yeah. So, like, where's Michael? Where's Michael? And so, you know, we have to go scoop Michael up and let him do his assistance to help them with anything mm-hmm. they need. Um, I've got uh, Karen and Randy. Karen has brought in a wonderful aspect because she uh, is bilingual. So she has helped us a lot in communicating with our people coming in for quinceaneras and things of that nature. Sure. And that makes a great big difference uh, within our building. And uh, then, of course, Randy, who is uh, one of our crew leaders for the weekends and evenings, and he does great. Well, shout out to each and every one of those, and also to Dennis Corden, who yes. uh, was a, will be a guest on our show in the future. But uh, he he took over your role, Christine, yes. correct? Um, yes. And so he kind of manages the day-to-day aspects of, of, the, of the Charles Mack Citizen Center and um, you know, and not just that. Yeah, it's, Dennis is one to get right in there and help oh. us keep that building clean. You see him with a mop <laughs> in his hand very frequently. Well, that to me is a sign of a leader. Yes, um, it is. He takes so, care of that building. So, with that said, we will certainly talk a little bit more about um, Tracy and your day-to-day activities when we come back. Uh, but first of all, we need to uh, give a shout out to our sponsors here on WSIC iHeartRadio. We'll be right back. iHeart Mooresville. <laughs> right back with more iHeart Mooresville on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Looking good, Mooresville. I mean, you're sitting at that traffic light too. Might as well be looking at something. iHeart Mooresville continues now on WSIC. And welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. <laughs> I slip of the tongue when, when we went to break. <laughs> But it is I Heart Mooresville. So uh, it's easy to do. Uh, I am your co host on Smile along with my co host Christine Patterson. And this week we're going to try something a little different, a little new segment we like to call Trivia Tuesday. <laughs> and there's music. All right. Trivia Tuesday is happening. We're official. All right. So, with that said, the question of the day is which Mooresville park offers a disc golf course? a dog park, pickleball, picnic shelters, tennis, a playground, and more. Does anybody here know? Ooh, we need a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tracy, do you know the answer? Unfortunately, I do not. All right. Christine. Cornelius Road Park. Ding, ding. Woo! We have a winner. Yes. Yes. Cornelius Road Park offers all of those and more. So if you're looking for something to do when the weather is beautiful, please visit Cornelius Road Park. Beautiful park. Beautiful park. Um, <laughs> the dog park is amazing if you haven't been there. Um, we're, we were super excited about that because my dog particularly has a um, hard time around other dogs. It sounds like she's dying if she gets within like 20 feet of another dog. Just... <laughs> 
you know, so it's a good place for her to kind of ease into other dogs. So we're very thankful for Cornelius Redford. All right, well, that's our new segment, <laughs> Trivia Tuesday. We're going to do that every week. So tune back for more our facts you may not know. All right. All right, Tracy, we are back talking to Tracy Bean with <laughs> there the There was Charles an awkward Jackson. silence right there. What happened? Tracy, yeah. so I bet you have some really fun stories from working at the Charles Max Citizen Center. Tell us, like, the something crazy that happened there. You know, what, what I, that, I know when I officed there, it was in, insane. I mean, glass breaking, <laughs> I mean, just all the time because it's an event planner. So what... What, what what do you got? Oh, yeah. Well, we have uh, had an experience where a bird managed to work its way into the building. Oh, no. Um, that was very interesting, watching the employees trying to coax the little fella back out. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because the ceilings are so high in there, and there's so many places that, that they can, like, hide themselves, right? Oh, uh, especially in the back rooms, that's just not good if... She would have made it all the way back there, or he, whichever it was. <laughs> I know. Imagine having your meeting, and then the bird flies in. And, and, and um, leaves and we, an unexpected uh, gift on your table. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we did have a day that um, all of a sudden there was this big boom in the building. And, and you know, I'm walking around. I'm trying to figure out where this noise came from. And as I'm coming up the hall, I'm hearing this crackling like a fire. And immediately, you know, I'm screaming for Dennis and he comes running out and I'm like, look at this. And our entire glass pane just shattered. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, it stayed there, but it continued to crack and just spread and spider web all over the place and spontaneously combusted. It, it was a little scary. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, it's interesting you talk about the crackling and all that because I had a similar experience recently. Uh, I was going to pressure wash my deck in the fall and we had this big long six foot class table and we've had it for 20 years i'm not kidding and i went to just kind of slide it out of the way and i guess i just tilted it the wrong way and it literally just exploded and to your point it just made this huge noise and for a second you're kind of stunned and you're wondering okay am i hurt what just happened you know but there was like glass everywhere and luckily it's the safety glass like you describe and yes. it just continues to crackle like a fire you know, the whole time that it's laying on the ground. And, and that's, I was expecting to find a fire in the building. I was in search of that because I'm like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah wow. Right. Um, I always found it funny when the loose balloons and like a single balloon would make the alarm, the motion detector alarms go off at night <laughs> <laughs> because someone for, for, forget to pop a balloon. That always happened. And I always found that hilarious. So, and Tracy. Um, yes, we get a lot of balloons in the ceiling. Of course. <laughs> You, you obviously, we, we talked earlier just about the, the, the amount of work and effort that goes into what you guys do. So kind of tell me what's happening like now. What are some of the events that are going on, some things that are coming up either this week or in the very near future that you and your team will be, will be tackling that maybe the, uh, the public may not know about or would be attending? Oh, we actually, uh, let's see, next week, I believe, we have uh, the American Heart Association Heart Ball. That's going to be coming into the building on uh, next Saturday. That's a huge event. It is. It is. It's probably, would you say it was, it's probably one of like top three largest ones you all do, right? Uh, I, I think we've got more than top three. Top we've five. Got, yeah. We've Ten. Got, 
We've got quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a big one. Yes, it is. Um, and, you know, being able to host those big events is really awesome. We've got a lot of the high school proms that come in. Those wow. are going to be coming up. That takes me back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't night. think we had proms like that when I was in high school. So no, they have. Have you seen like the promposals now? Have you seen? This is a thing. No. Oh, it's a en thing. Enlighten me. What is this? Okay. So I, it was not when I was in high school, I think. But now instead of, um, you know, just asking your girlfriend or boyfriend or friend or whoever to go to the prom, it has to be a full production, like engagement production. So they will show up, you know, at their work or come to school or like plan it out like a like a proposal, like a marriage proposal. They have signs made and they're always like, you know, cute themes. <laughs> signs and and will you go to prom with me and and they ask like in this this cute way and it's it's like a thing now and everybody posts about them on social I was gonna media say, there has to be a social component to that's driving oh, yeah. this right yes yes because it, if it's not seen it didn't happen nope nope <laughs> kids are doing it at sports games like yeah it's a whole thing now proms gotten getting huge well i think the same thing i've heard the same thing because my uh, niece recently got married and the whole trend now is to have your family present when you make the proposal, which ah. I find very odd, right? It's like you're supposed to have all your parents and relatives and everybody there so they can see it happen. And I'm thinking the pressure that that then puts on the bride to yeah. be, to actually say yes, is got to be tremendous, yeah. right? So, I mean, I, I did it the old fashioned way. I got down on my knee when we were at dinner and, you know, it was just us. Um, yeah. But yeah, the idea of having, you know, 10 or 15 people there and, and the the bride wondering, why are all these people here? And you have to, <laughs> and you have to figure out how to make it look like it's not a thing, right? right. And so... It's very complicated now. <laughs> that's way too much pressure. Uh, yeah. I don't think I, we, we would have pulled this off had, had we had to do all this now. We'd no. be single and... A cat lady by the, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But yes, yeah, so prom, very, very, you know, complex now. But they, too, they take over the building and the glitter after these proms are over. Oh, that's got to be a mess. Oh, my oh, gosh. Glitter is the hardest thing to clean up. <laughs> I know. We would ban glitter, but you can't because it's on their dresses. Really? Oh, yeah. It, oh. I mean... I think there is still glitter like embedded in that building probably since 1982. It's like you will not come out. Wow. You mentioned the Joe V. Knox Auditorium. And I, I tell you, you know, having not grown up in Mooresville and I, I don't live in Mooresville, I'm fortunate to work in Mooresville. But um, the first time I went into that uh, facility, Charles, uh, Charles Mack, the Joe V. Knox Auditorium, it just took me back. It was like stepping back in time. And yes. It's, it's so intimate and such a cool little funky place to see a live musical act or a comedy act or, a, you know, any, any of the events that you host there. Um, and you mentioned earlier that kind of that feel. And I think that's really interesting that you maintain that within this multi-million dollar state-of-the-art facility, there's this little cool jewel called the Jovi Knox Auditorium. Oh, and it's awesome. There's, you know, we have uh, the Morrisville Children's Theater. They come in and they do all of their shows. We have Masterworks come in and they're, they're doing shows. Um, we've had different individuals just rent it to put on their own performances. And I, I think that is awesome. I think people would be surprised how busy it stays, it, you know, it, that theater. It and is it, very busy. What's the capacity of that? I know it's just over 200 or something. What? It is 231 actual seats. Okay. 
I, too accessible. And, uh, yes. And then we've got two that are accessible for wheelchairs. Well, I mean, it's not like that limited seating um, prohibits the kind of acts there because Christine just recently had the Hitman of Country in there, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. so tell me about some of those other, you know, acts and, and individuals that have attended because I know you have a green room in the back that now kind of highlights all of those. Yeah, it's kind of our shrine and yeah. our, our in tribute of the cool acts that we've had. Um, yeah, we've had, I mean, the Spin Doctors, Sister Hazel, Edwin McCain. I mean, we've had some really cool acts. Um, of course, we just did host the Hitman and that was a group made up of, you know, artists from these, you know, huge bands that toured with them and helped make the hits. Um, we are getting ready to have a Loretta Lynn tribute called Always Loretta on April 13th. Tickets are on sale now at OurTownStage.com if you haven't got your ticket already. Um, but those out are that it's actually the number one tribute show, the only show sanctioned by the Lynn estate. And it is with the original, um, Loretta Lynn's original band, the coal miners. Wow. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously again, a lot of action and opportunity for uh, entertainment in a small space, but some of the acts that you mentioned, I mean, that's phenomenal. I mean, you know, to have sister Hazel and the spin doctors and Edwin McCain and, and others in that space. So, um, I think that's cool. You kind of teed up for some of the things that are going on in the Parks and Rec ecosystem, um, and we're certainly going to talk more about that as we move into our next segment. And we're, we'll revisit, um, you know, some of uh, Tracy's, um, let's just say, op opportunities for laughter and entertainment in the Charles <laughs> Mack Citizen Center. So we'll be back after this word from our sponsors here at WSIC and I Heart Mooresville. <laughs> as Mooresville. Christine Patterson and Don Smile host iHeart Mooresville on 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Mooresville, how we feeling? Good. Welcome back to iHeart Mooresville on 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. And welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. We are talking with Tracy Beam of the Charles Mack Citizen Center and hearing some fun stories and all the great events that take place at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Uh, but speaking of upcoming events, Mooresville is growing with events in this community. And I wanted to highlight a couple of things that we have upcoming. Uh, Shamrocks and Shenanigans, uh, downtown Mooresville. If you have not been to this event, it is so much fun. People don't really, I think a lot of like St. Patrick's Day thing, it's like the least celebrated holiday, I think. So there's like not a lot of, per I mean, other than like a bar or you're going to go right, to a right, pub, right. those sort of things that they always, that's their day. You know, Irish pub, you are <laughs> celebrating St. Patrick's Day. This is your moment. But, you know, otherwise, you know, we used to, we, we used to have a parade, like all those things. But Chambers and Shenanigans, you can visit all the downtown businesses, um, I think the fire department also has like the, the they play music, um, bagpipes. Oh, the bagpipes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. a tradition for it's sure. It's so much fun. I like I went before, in previous years and didn't realize that. And I love that. I like the sound of it. It's oh, so yeah. cool. Yeah. I, you know, what's interesting trivia on that is my wife and I try to figure that out is how many music, music, like songs, like rock songs have bagpipes in them. Ooh, and if you Google it, you will be so surprised at the songs that actually have bagpipes that maybe you aren't even aware of just because it's in the song. Uh, but 
Google really? it. Yeah, Google it, listeners. You will I, find it interesting. I will do that <laughs> yeah. now, definitely. And that that event, uh, I believe, is put on by our friend Kim Atkins, the yes. downtown commission. Who we've also had as a guest. Yeah, yes. Shout out to Kim. Yes. I know you're listening. So. Great events. Um, and then also the Mooresville Day Festival coming up March 23rd. The so, second annual. Second annual. So this is one of our you know events from last year's 150th anniversary celebration. We uh, created a festival to celebrate Mooresville's birthday. We turned 150 last year um, and we celebrated in March, which is, you know, our actual incorporation date of March 3rd. So that's why we have it in March in our birthday month. Um, but this event is really one that I think we're the most proud of as a team because it really celebrates all those great things about Mooresville. And we're able to have, you know, all the things that make Mooresville so special. So pie in the sky, you know, is downtown slinging pizza and there's Carolina Pie Company and all of our great breweries. And of course, we have activities uh, for kids. We're going to have a Ferris wheel. So, I mean, it's kind of like a carnival, a street fair, a culinary experience, like all rolled into one. And, and you know, of course, there's live performances. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And, and what is the date that people should mark on their calendars for this must-see event? March 23rd. It's going to be 12 to 4 p.m. Excellent. and right on Main Street in downtown. You know, you mentioned the 150. I had to say that by the time we were done with that year, I felt 150. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but I know we attended an event yesterday to thank our partners and, and to kind of uh, share a look back at that at that. Uh, which included a micro documentary, I think you called it. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, it was nice to kind of step back and look at that from a different lens, you know, having been involved in, in, in everything that was going on, but then to sit in the audience yesterday and just kind of watch everything and relive, you know, all of those moments was really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And we are going to share the micro documentary. So the public will get to see that very soon. You know, we'll upload it and we'll uh, let you know, but it, it was, it was really great to kind of highlight Everything I definitely saw things on the video that I forgot happened earlier in the right. year. I, right. I, I forgot how cool it was because there was so much. So it was, yeah, it was really cool to see. Uh, you know, Bill in our control room, who is you know a multitasking uh, giant. Shout uh, out to Bill. Um, <laughs> said during break that uh, we had a caller kind of reminiscing along what with Tracy was saying, and it mentioned that we used to have a taxi stand downtown. Do you remember this? Uh, well, Tracy? we had Terry's Taxi on the corner for the wow. longest time. Really? How cool. Uh, actually, where we had the 150 Mooresville sign placed, that used to be where the taxi service was. Really? Well, you heard it here. If you haven't lived through it, you just learned something that <laughs> yeah. we didn't know. Yeah. And shout out to our caller for uh, for giving us a heads up on that. So that's really cool. What else you got going on, Christine? Well, we, um, of course, in addition to all of the Valentine's opportunities that I gave you, again, um, you know, book your dinner and a show at all the great places that I said. Um, I also wanted to point out a couple of national days that are happening this month. Um, national Random Act of Kindness Day is February 17th. That should be every day. Right? Let's, let's yes, it, it should be. Yeah. So definitely do something nice for someone. Random Act of Kindness Day. Um, yes, of course, you can do that every day. Um, February 18th, I will definitely be celebrating because it's National Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Um, <laughs> I'll be honoring that holiday 
by doing that. I love ice cream. Um, I, I would eat it for every meal. So I'll be celebrating with a Klondike bar um, on February 18th for breakfast. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll stay away from you because you'll be way <laughs> jacked up that day. So. Yes. Um, February 19th is actually National Tug of War Day. And that is an activity that you can do in one of our parks. So grab the fam, grab the friends, go into one of our beautiful parks of uh, 17 parks that we manage here uh, with Parks and Recreation in Mooresville and have some tug of war. I, I don't know. Have you ever done like actual tug of war? Yes. Yes. It yeah. is so much fun. Yes. Yeah. And I, of course, it depends on who's on your team. Right. So you don't get drugged through the mud because Typically, there's a pit or <laughs> yes. something there. It's, you know, the consequence for not winning, right? I did it as a team building exercise. You know, we we went out mm. to like the ropes course and did this stuff. And it, I had so much fun. It, it was awesome. There are some uh, things happening in the Parks and Rec ecosystem that I want to talk about. Um, so we mentioned earlier the Mooresville Golf Club, the award-winning Mooresville Golf Club. Big shout out to Luke and his staff. Um, the spring after school series uh, for their uh, spring after school golf um, opens next week. Um, and so if you have juniors between the age of five and 17 who want to uh, learn or grow the game of golf, um, then I would, I would encourage you to uh, visit mooresvillegolfclub.com to learn more or Mooresville Parks and Recreation, um, our webpage and our uh Facebook page, um, because that will sell out very quickly, always does. Space is very limited, with very limited in capitals on my piece of paper here. So thank you, Karina, <laughs> <laughs> our marketing assistant, for for reminding me the limited. Um, uh, also, uh, something that I know all parents wait for at uh, this time of year is summer camp registration opens soon. Now, the summer camp info is already on our uh, webpage, the link to go into Rec One, which is where all of our content is housed on our programming. Um, and that information is now available live to be viewed. Um, and so if you go to mooresvillerecreation.org, click on the left nav bar where it says summer camps, you will learn all about uh, the opportunities to enjoy parks and recreation summer camps this year, which are always a lot of fun, a great way to, to um, get your children involved in activities that stimulate both physical activity and mental uh, abilities. So um, I would encourage you to do that. And if you haven't uh, already, spring ball is in full swing and signups are open until February 21st for our spring ball leagues. So whether it's t-ball, youth baseball, youth softball, or adult softball, there is a league for everyone. Uh, so learn more and register by visiting yeah. mooresvillerecreation.org. And then uh, from a closure perspective, we'd like to keep the public uh, updated on uh, improvements and on things that are going on. Uh, um, there is going to be um, Stevenson Street Park uh, is having uh, surface removal. Uh, and so starting to, uh, we'll say starting today, um, February 13th through Saturday, February 17th, the park uh, will be closed um, while they undertake that improvement. So uh, if you plan to visit Stevenson Street Park, just give us a couple days and then you can come back and it'll be looking all refreshed and new. Nice. I also want to put a shout out for Creek Week. Coming up in March. Oh, um, that's always fun. Yes, March 4th through 9th. Um, the town really goes all out for this. The Stormwater Division works with all the departments in the town um, to really offer a full week of just fun stuff for kids, teens, adults. Um, 
They That actually includes tours of the water treatment plant, the wastewater treatment plant, guided hikes in Mooresville Parks, trivia at, um, at a local brewery for kids, um, activities at the library, um, Maine, Maine and West Branch, and conversations with the Catawba and Yadkin River Keepers. Um, so there's a lot going on and planned for Creek Week. Um, you can actually get more information or register at mooresvillenc.gov slash creekweek. And if I'm not mistaken, Creek Week has an official mascot. It's the stormwater snail. And what's the name of the stormwater snail? I don't know. What is his name? Zippy. Zippy. Yes. I know we voted on it. Yeah, and we I did. can never remember Zippy's name. Zippy. He is so much fun. We had him last year at Mooresville Day at the festival, and he was dancing and doing the cha-cha slide. And if you've ever seen oh. a large snail do the cha-cha slide, it was epic. Um, so I hope he joins us. I also well, maybe wanted... he should join. I'm sorry, but maybe oh. he should join into the dance contest at Mooresville Day, right? I think he should. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think he should. Um, we, I think, honestly, we are going to open up another category for not just school mascots to have any mascot come because we have gotten so many requests of like other mascots. I mean, think about it. You could have the sweet dreams, like mattress, you know, Matt, Matt, like you could have all these different... a dancing mattress. Yes. Yeah. I love I mean, it. How much fun would that be? Um, and then I did want to give a shout out since we have a special guest, Tracy, or the Charles Mack citizen center, Charles Mack citizen center actually just, um, had revamped their website. Ah, so we beautiful. a new website called experience cmcc.com. And so you can find out information about the facility, uh, the history of the facility. Um, we talk about the Mac family and really how the, the facility became named after the Mac family, what their involvement was. Um, you can also has a community calendar. So oh, yes, yes. One of the first things um, that, you know, we heard was we want to know what fun things to do are happening in Mooresville, what's open to the public. And so you can go to that community calendar and that's experience CMCC com. Um, also, quick shout out for Our Town Stage. Um, it will be transitioning to Mooresville Arts and Events just to uh, better, kind of a better fit for the platform as we uh, promote festivals and performing arts. Um, so stay tuned for those changes. But uh, Our Town Stage is transitioning to Mooresville Arts and Events. Well, I'm sure we'll certainly be talking more about that in upcoming episodes. I want to thank our guest, Tracy Beam from Charles Mack Citizen Center. Um, my co-host, Christine Patterson. You know, this has been such a lively discussion. I cannot believe an hour has already passed. I know. So time flies. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to everyone for listening and for our callers who kind of re-educated us on some things we didn't know. We will see you next week on I Heart Mooresville. <laughs>